The bars is good as shit. Mm-hmm. I always kind of wanted to be one. But then I don't want to wear, like, weird little clothing. Yeah, you'd have, like, and, like, what do they have? Like, those, like, what's the, the like, a spool? Yeah, at the that table. Was, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was too I was cute. like, y'all probably see, like, cockroaches and shit, and they're, like, your right. size. Like, a mouse is, like, a fucking bitch. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Indian in the cupboard was my job. Indian in the cupboard was right. I had put Elise onto all these shit. She was like, yeah. What did you watch as a child? I was like, These they're are They're mad good movies. movies. Like, they're better when we were children than now. The Bowers was amazing. I love Babe. I just really thought that Babe was, was such a good the movie. The cutest movie. Such a cute movie. They came up with like two babes. Um, Babe 2 wasn't like kicking. Babe in the big city. Yeah, that was fucking weird. I yeah. was like, mm, no. Babe was a good movie. Parent Trap was good. Parent Trap was a great movie. I've seen all versions of the Parent Trap, though. I never saw the first one. There's three versions of it. Damn. I've seen all of it. And um, the one where you switch bodies, what's it called? Freaky Friday? I've seen all that versions of was, that, too. I've only seen the first. I, I think mean, there's that th- seen. three of them to have that one, too. Why so many? But, like, the oldest version is actually better than this one. I think they... So, wait, for, for the parent job, was the oldest one the better version, too? Um, It's like a toss-up. Like, okay. you can take it or leave it. But okay. the, the oldest Freaky Friday was my favorite. It was, like, the 1960s version. Weird, because Lindsay Lohan was in both. That is fucking weird. Yeah. Gross. Hmm. Um, so, let me tell you what my mother said to me. Okay. We're at the beach. Yeah. And, um... Who were we talking about? We were talking about SZA and her album mm-hmm. and The Weeknd and how, like, it's, like, supporting side chick culture, right? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't get it. And Elise is like, I don't get that whole, like, I'll just have you on The Weeknd. Like, why would you only want to see somebody on The Weeknd? And my mom's like, so you could see your other hoes during the week. And I was like, all right, what the fuck are you talking about? She was like, or you could be like Erin and have them in different states. Good God. <gasps> that bitch is shady. Like, I was taken aback. That was fucking shady. I literally, shame. I looked at her and I was like, heard you. And she was like, what? And I was like, that was unnecessary. Like, that was completely Jesus. unnecessary. It was uncalled for. I don't have right. niggas in state. She's like, it's okay. Ah. Really? And that okay was like, yeah. yeah. That okay was like, debatable. Right? <laughs> I was so mad. But it's whatever. Jesus. whatever. All the palm trees in Dominica. That shade is shit. Like, all of them. Wow. Every like, oh my god. Wow. I just wanted to tell you that because I meant to tell you that last week, and I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> but that bitch is wild. I that was, like, was okay. That was. All right. So um, this is episode fifty. Yay! And in, in honor of episode fifty, we're oh. gonna answer twenty-one questions. Are we? No, I'm. Just, I was just like, we didn't get fucking twenty-one questions. I'd like. I can be like, let's end it now. No, 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 no. I'm like, we're done. We're done. We're done. I don't have twenty-one questions. This and um, everything is no. <laughs> and it's like not even yet, so no, no questions. No. You're like, what's your advice on this? You're like, no. no. We're gonna do hop culture. We'll soon have merchandise for sale. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Low key though, we might do that though. Okay. Like stickers and buttons and shit. Um, I was gonna say let's do pop culture, but I forgot that I have a song. Okay. The song is. 
Nina Scott. Mummy D, bitch. Oh. <laughs> you said Nina Sky so hard. Which one was Nina Sky? What's going on? Oh, you know, I'm not going to know the name of it. But I know the song that you're talking about. Uh-oh. Oh, is that what it's called? Is this shit called Uh-oh? Oh, yeah. Damn. I yes. didn't know that. So it was a simple okay. song. What was Nina the Nina Sky, Sky was, song? Oh, move your body, girl. Make the this came out, like, two weeks apart. They did. They did. I'm not even going to shade myself. But you came hard with the Nina You like You said you like, Nina, Nina Sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lumi D was good, and then she tried to come out with that second, that second comeback. Don't even know what that one was. You remember? It was like she's like the wind. I like that song. You didn't like that song. No, it wasn't as good as Uh Oh. I like she's like the wind. It was like real like uh, what do you call him Arles? <laughs> the fuck? It was very Arles. <laughs> it was very Arles. Oh, oh my, my god. god. It, was, it was very baby bash. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. You remember baby bash? I do actually. Why was his name baby bash? Now we're gonna do pop culture. Okay. Oh, that's me. Yes. So I guess we're just gonna do a repeat of last week. Uh Black China put on her court approved wig and got her lawyer approved wig. Her lawyer approved wig. <laughs> They probably like, looked at all her shits on like mannequin heads. Yeah, they're like, not the unicorn she's one. Like, not this one. Not that, not that prostitute one. one. That's a contender, but Maybe. let's come back to it. Yeah. So, um, she was also on Nightline. Wow. Which I didn't look at, of course. I thought she was on Good Morning America. I didn't know she was on Nightline. Uh, the full interview with Black China aired on Nightline. Dear God. That's not news. Which isn't news at all, but okay, fair enough. Um, her ex pilot Jones, oh, I remember that reminds me of Frank Ocean. Yeah, says so she's a bully herself. Sure, okay, why not? Anyway, so she got her restraining order against Rob. That's Robert all. I have. She got her restraining order against Rob. Okay, great. Oh, is there more we need to say about that? Um. Oh, he admitted that he was wrong, or like something about not taking his family's advice. So here's the thing: like people were saying that nobody warned Rob that this was gonna happen, and I'm like, I feel like he had multiple warnings. Like even in the episode, they were like, "We're weary about this relationship." Did they not say that? Yeah. So I don't get like what more you want from him. Like from what them. do you want? What do you want him to do? <sighs> I don't get it. Michelle Williams is now dating a man. Her new babe. <laughs> Wait, you said it like she never dated a man before. She's now dating well, a man. Go okay. ahead. He looks like a handsomer version of Fat Joe. I thought he looked like a skinnier version of Isaiah Houghton. Oh, I see that. Yeah. They're both of their last names is Williams, which is weird. Mm. Oh, he's the Pittsburgh Steelers chaplain. Weird. What's Didn't a chaplain? even know they had a chaplain. What's a chaplain? It's like a it's like the equivalent of like a pastor. For a football team? That's why I'm really fucking confused. Why do they have a chaplain? That seems like the wild waste of money. Oh, because they have a private chapel? Why would they have that? Oh, that's I guess to show their wives weird. they're serious after they get caught cheating. Okay. Mm. Uh, I think there was rumors that they were engaged. He's, they're saying that's not true. Yeah. Um, can't even get a man to settle down, huh, girl? They haven't been together for that long. Chill out. He'll kill I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure she'll be fine. Like, right with the Lord. She's wild skinny. She's freakishly skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are saying uh, Floyd Mayweather is broke. It's not true. 
so this is the way that it's working out. Okay. Because niggas, you know, I like Floyd. I don't know why. You do. Regardless um, of the fact that he cannot read. Would you be... Okay, say you get to choose between being able to read or being, like, rich, like, wealthy for the rest of your life. What would you choose? i choose rich, but I would, like... If you don't have to, to read. you kind of want to be able to read. <laughs> yeah. So, um, apparently... When Floyd fought, what's his name, Pacquiao, last year, he got paid for the fight, right? Yeah. So instead of paying taxes on it immediately, he wanted to be able to collect invest interest it. on this year. Yeah. yeah, invest it, collect interest on it this year, and then pay like less taxes on it. So okay. that's apparently what is working out here. So the rest of y'all can shut up. The band's not broke. Like, seriously, relax. You're so mad about this. I really like him. And then uh, Conor McGregor and Mayweather did their little, like, puffing of the chest thing. Oh, where they, like, stared at each other's faces and shit? Yeah, at the press conference. Mm. Um, Conor looked great in his suit. It had little pinstripes that actually said fuck you on it. I love it. I think that is hilarious. Even if I really do like Floyd, that is funny. It's funny. The problem is that you're going to lose. Because you chose to do boxing and you're not a boxer, so... Mm, I mean, I don't watch any of these things, so... Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I'll probably get the updates after. Yeah. Like, I always do, so... Uh, My King Bull's still a crackhead. Leave her alone. She don't need no help. She's, like, lost a tooth, too, which is... I was gonna watch that video. I just didn't. I didn't. But, um, like, she has that crackish look. She's, like, wild bipolar age. Do you remember when everybody used to think she was the hottest shit? She was at one she point. She was, like, gorgeous. She, like, she peaked early, though. She had bipo- she's, a, she's bipolar, so, you know, seems about right. Mm-hmm. Um, Elle tried to get some help for her. She's like, I don't need no help. And she ignored his fucking call. I mean... Who do you love? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like love yourself though. Enough go get to some like help. mental health yeah. is real. Mental health issues are real. You probably should go work on that. That's all I got for you. I mean, drugs. You She's doing them and doing them and doing them what? constantly. Really? Yeah, constantly. All the time. Yikes. Okay. R.I.P. to Nelson Ellis. Uh, yes. Yeah, he had alcohol and drug abuse, which contributed to him having uh, heart failure. Died at 38. That made me mad. I will always enjoy you on True Blood. You were probably really one of the two people I was actually watching. That one was Alexander Skarsgård, but that was just because he was fine. You really were on him. Yeah, he was fine. Mm. Yeah, that made me sad because he's only like 40, 39, something like 38. that. 38. There we go. Mm-hmm. And I've only ever seen him in True Blood. Word. So I was like, well, damn. And uh, what else do I have? Jagged Edge was the reasonable toy and Latavia were kicked out of Destiny's Child. Tell me the story. Okay, so apparently the twins, are there two sets of twins? Where? In Jagged Edge or is it just one set? Brandon and Brian were dating Latoya and Latavia. I don't like what's happening right now trying to say wait this. the twins were dating Latoya and Latavia correct got it they're trying to keep it on the low low but like Matthew knows and management they weren't happy about it Latoya's mama Miss Pam 
course, wanted to ride on the bus with the groups. And Destiny's Child's management told if Miss Pam got on the tour bus, they would lose their jobs. Jagged Edge stand up to Destiny's Child's management, which is Matthew, I'm assuming, because they didn't think it's right to kick somebody's mama off a bus. Well, Miss Pam and Jagged Edge got their asses kicked off the bus, along with Latoya and Latavia. And they're saying like that's not necessarily the only reason they were kicked out, but it seems like it contributed to the issue. Tavy said promise is written about Brandon. Da, 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 da. Was written about Brandon. Yeah. What do you mean? Like he wrote that about them? Latavia's Yes. Wait. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was also in a serious relationship with Candy. I don't like I'm trying to follow this whole story. Um and blah 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 blah. Yeah, so um apparently that contributed contributed mm-hmm. to them getting kicked out of the group. Their relationships with Jagged Edge. I think they were just looking for a reason. Yeah, I just think it's, it just seems like it was just one more thing. Yeah, it, it was like, and that's enough. You can go. You can go now. Thanks. Mm. Yep. Well, that's all in pop culture. What? I literally told you we had like seven stories or six stories, and they were all terrible stories. No. What? We're I talking, thought you had more. Did you want to talk about Jesse Williams here? Or did you want to talk about it? We can talk we about, can talk it, about here. it here. Okay, cool. So Jesse Williams says that on 444, or about 444, I'm not actually sure what in connection, oh, the footnotes. Okay, got Mm -hmm. it. So it's about a bunch of niggas who cheated or whatever, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming, is what the point of this is. He's saying, I was in a relationship for 13 years, 13 real years, not five years, not seven years, 13 years, and all of a sudden, motherfuckers are writing think pieces that I somehow threw a 13-year relationship like the most painful experience I've had in my life, like with a person I've loved with all of my heart, and I threw a person and my f- family in the trash because a girl I work with is cute. cute. Now, that came maybe a day before pictures dropped of him and Minka Kelly leaving the movies. Mm-hmm. Minka Kelly has had a history of dating men who were married. Oh. I can't remember who that she was saying well i'd have to look it up for a quick second i didn't know that about her mm-hmm. and um i'm not gonna change you minky kelly's not pretty but i liked his wife i just i don't care how you want to make it seem you are still married and this looks very distasteful for you to be announced being divorced be low with your shit. And like just you know what i mean low. like don't try to like make shit up you know what I mean? I agree. I agree. It was. I told you how I felt. What's What's my new name for him? Messy Williams. Messy Williams. And then there was another one that I came up with yesterday. Oh, Messica. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I can't remember. It was like Messica. I don't even remember. Damn, I gotta look through my text messages. Yeah. Let's see if you can find it. Um, I feel like it's like deep in there. Uh, Derek Jeter, she's dated. What if she dated Donald Faison? How weird. He's fine. She dated Brian White. It's kind of just stuck in there. <laughs> you found it? I found it. Jessica Williams. <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm still stuck at Jessica. That shit took me out. Anyway. Jessica. Shut the fuck up. Like, You're just not helping. Like, shut up. Right. 
I you just you just not helping yourself. And you were much more annoyed about this than I was. You were like, "How you gonna take that I white bitch?" I was like, myself. "But he is white, right?" <laughs> yeah, but he's one of them like half white, half blacks that be like, "Motherfucker!" Like, like exactly yeah. what he said in that yeah. shit. Like, you know, he's he claims that black shit hard. And what so did you Frederick say? Douglass. He I, left his black bitch like, for a white one too, <laughs> right? You were like, "What did you say?" That shit took me out. Oh. I don't want to see him on. You were like, I don't want to see him at no more awards speaking on. Oh, you said I don't want to see that at no awards show speaking shit. Speaking shit. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I, I don't like, want oh my it. God, I forgot that he was telling white people to have a seat. To have a seat. Now he's telling her to have a seat on his stage. Exactly. Like, you, know, you were mad. I because I just don't like that. <laughs> I don't like. I really do. Because usually when I see black niggas either like black wives or white women, I'm like. But, like, I don't like niggas who out here are like, fight the police. Like, fuck them. And then you're like, next second, it's like, what's up, white bitch? Like, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. Donald Faison. <laughs> Whatever. It's a, it's a He's dating Minka Kelly. It's not going to last. Nah, I think this is just like, yo, I'm trying to get over my wife. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, all right, whatever. Um, the other thing I want to talk about was that, like, that family that oh, adopted right. all these seven siblings that were separated. And I just want to say shout out to them. That's it. Very sweet. Super and it's sweet. nice to see black people adopting. Other black people. Yeah. The whole entire black family. Mm-hmm. So now we can move on to um, questiones. Oh, probably should do that question. Which one? Like, people ask those questions with Courtney. Um, shout out to you. One so second. last week we had um, a semi-medical professional on the show and we actually got to send in questions mm-hmm. and um, a lot of you didn't get that message and a lot of you sent in questions after we had recorded with her. But um, AJ came through and uh, contacted her with the questions so that she could get answers to Y'all them. Y'all tried the shit out of it. So really? she's going to go off with these questions. Shout out to you, Jarell Shakespeare. I have a cousin named Jarell. Do you? Is this your late-ass cousin? Talking about hopefully I'm not too late. My nigga, yeah, you are. So. Okay. How did you prepare for your MCAT? That's a good question. Uh, I took the Princeton Review MCAT prep courses. They're expensive, but they help you with pacing and t- test strategy. If you call and ask about financial aid, they'll give you some money off. Keep that on the low. Sorry, didn't. I say, though, you need to be doing practice problems out of the ass and read the explanations. So read the explanations in all caps. Make sure you understand why you were wrong and make sure you got it right for the right reasons. Keep track of your weaknesses and review those until their strengths. It's hard and it sucks, but it's not impossible. Pros and cons of your med school. Pros, doing what I've always wanted to do with my life, getting to learn the intricacies of the human body, healthcare system, and pharmacology, combining that with my public health knowledge to hopefully create change in my home community or communities like mine. Her undergrad was in public health. She makes me sick. I'm tired of these answers. She's so inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Completely a Jesus. Cons time. I didn't realize how much time I'd be sacrificing. Obviously, medical school is four years, and I knew that, but I'm talking about missing out on time with friends and family or significant others. Times that you can't get back. This only matters if you're really family-oriented like myself, but still. Also, mental health. This shit is taxing. If you don't have a support system, this will suck the life out of you, but I'm still grateful. 
Any tips for the first year? That's why that bitch be out every fucking time she can now. If she come home, she be like, club, I swear. But like when I call her sometimes, even when she's like in school, she'd be like, honestly, I'm not going to be talking to you for the next two or three weeks. I'm just going to be really busy. So I'll call you once I'm like, I know you told me that. I'm like, I respect it. Call me when you're, and I won't hear for her for a few weeks, but I get it. Um, any tips for the first year med students? Keep up. Everyone will tell you it's like trying to drink from a fire hose the way info comes at you, but try to, your best to keep up and don't let the amount of info intimidate you because as long as you keep up, the pieces start to come together and you realize everything is related and eventually everything's clicking. Also, figure out your study strategy early, early in caps. I'd recommend spending time reviewing each lesson that same day and doing random practice questions so you can see how the material is going to be tested. Also, group study, which is also caps. Find people who have different strengths than you to study with. They'll help you point at stuff you didn't realize. And being able to explain something to someone is the only way to know that you know it. Uh, if you choose a specific medical field, what would it be and why? Pediatrics, because I like kids, and I think it's the prime time to get them invested in their health so they can be healthy adults. If you've done it, what's the day-to-day of shadowing a doctor like? If you're interested in medicine and haven't shadowed a doctor, I suggest you change that ASAP. That's one of the big things they look for on an application, and it helps you to see if this is really what you want to do. In general, shadowing a doctor is is cool way more paperwork involved than i thought but it's really awesome to see the physicians ask a few questions and figure out the root of the problems just off of their knowledge and experience watching them think things out alone and with their pairs peers is awesome and make you wonder how much you'll ever have that when you'll ever have that much info in your head but that's great experience um either way if you're into it go for it we need more doctors i think especially of color was her point but if you're just doing it for the money, stay out of my neighborhood. I'm kidding, but I'm serious. That was beautiful. And then you said somebody asked about dermatology. Somebody said, um, what tips would you give a freshman going to college and wanting to pursue, wanting to, and pursuing to become a dermatologist? So, sorry, I couldn't get in touch with her about that question, but I did actually ask, ask her about that, you know, because I love Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. So she said that dermatology is one of the hardest fields to get into in medicine just because of the, like, the work schedule mm-hmm. it's the best one like working nine to five it tends to be really competitive to actually get into that field okay um so she said a lot of those people they have to have the highest scores on the mcat possible okay. they also have to be published a few times before like even picking that specialty All right there's like a certain test you have to take when you're in med school and you have to rank the highest like in the 95th percentile or something Damn. like that in order to even be able to study dermatology um, so I guess the whole point is study, 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 and try to your hardest to be number one in your class because it's a really difficult specialty to get into. Um, Sounds competitive. So, yeah, very competitive. There you go. Okay. Thank you for all those questions. What's something recently that makes you very happy? Oh, you did say you were going to ask me. I question. did say that. Um, you can go. Um, so Netflix, a few months ago, stopped carrying um, the old seasons of Bob's Burgers. So I had to watch it illegally. That is impossible. Hulu just picked it up this week. So that's what you're really happy with. I'm actually ecstatic about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm happy about going on the cruise. I'm super Fair. excited about that. Very exciting. It's like, is it three weeks away? No, it's more than that. Really? Is it the end of the month? Like almost a month. On Friday, there'll be an entire month before we leave. And I'm so excited. So I'm happy about that. I'm with you. Um, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. That makes me sad. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to get Wi-Fi. Don't worry. 
Okay. I'm lying to you. The Wi-Fi is going to be horrible. Oh, my God. It's going to be wild expensive, too. I believe it. No. Um, so the questions from Tumblr were all anonymous. Uh, one was, how do you stop feeling sprung over a nigga? Okay. In order to be sprung on a nigga, I have to actually like a nigga. No, I'm kidding. I, I've been sprung, but um, it takes a lot for me to get there. And for me to be like not sprung, I just fall the fuck back. Like I stop talking to them. I bet crushes. I think it's just a time thing, really. Yeah, like just fall back. I fall back hard. Like my fall back game is strong. Yeah. So just fall back, stop yeah. talking to them. And like, I'm not like endorsing this, but I'll like find somebody else to occupy your attention. That's true. That also makes it really easy. Like yeah. even it, like I'm not saying like play somebody and like you know just use them as a distraction, but like your friends too. Like go out with your friends, find distractions so that you're not always thinking about the fact that you're like hung up on this nigga who's not hung up on you. Mm-hmm. That's that. Um, how do you feel about gender roles, especially when it comes to the body hair movement? Oh, okay. Go um. Ahead. Gender roles as far as it comes to the body hair movement. Um, I support it. Not the gender roles portion, but the fact that I think that women should have more autonomy over what they do with their hair on their body. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where it's like people are like, oh, women should be hairless, women should be hairless. And it's because of like porn and weird shit like that. But you don't realize that that hair, it's actually kind of there for a reason. Right. It's supposed to prevent bacteria and other things from getting inside of your body. So just removing it is probably being really harmful to your health. And Mm -hmm. if you don't want to remove it, then don't. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think it's fair to expect that women should have to wax themselves or pull shit off or essentially torture themselves for the pleasure of other men. And I don't think men do it for women either. So I think like... I'm not saying, like, we should all be hairy bees, but, like, if you decide that you're not finna shave your armpits today or you don't want to wax down there, then... Well, I think what you're saying is, like, do it for you, not for somebody else. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think that people should feel pressure. I mean, I think that's the one thing that I dislike most about porn is that it, it puts these unrealistic expectations on women. Aside from hair, body hair alone, yes. I yeah, and not that. even talking about, like, all of the other issues mm-hmm. that there are with porn, but the body hair issue, because I think... You know, a lot of young boys watch that type of stuff, and then they grow up with the expectation with that's how girls should look. Right. And unless you're prepubescent, you don't. So this has nothing to do with that, but this is an interesting thing that um, Marcus had told me. Mm -hmm. So basically, he was like how when people watch porn a lot, like it gets to a point where porn isn't doing anything for them anymore. Yeah. Like, the level of porn that they're at, so they start one-upping that shit, right? Yeah. Like, oh, if I'm not into this, let me try this, right? And then, like, that that's what gets them to, like, that's what gets them to, like, orgasm, right? And then that's, and that's how to And you can't, right. One-upping themselves. Yeah. So he was like, at some point, you get to a point where, like, you can't even orgasm anymore. Yeah. And you have to reset your mind. So it was crazy. Which makes sense. I didn't even think of that. He was like, honestly, like, when you reset your mind, though, like, the tiniest shit will, like, get you to, to orgasm because, like, you have, like, because you reset everything. Right. And the thing is, like, I read a lot of things, and it's talking about, like, how a lot of men who can be in relationships with women, and they feel no sex drive towards the woman that they're with. Yeah. Because they're so addicted to porn, and they would rather masturbate than mm-hmm. have sex with the woman that they're with. And that's part of the reason why porn is so damaging to your psyche along with many other reasons Mm -hmm. so yeah in terms of body hair movement i think that we should talk about it in a bigger scope as to like why do women have to be hairless when it's unrealistic and that's not the way that it should be right i think it's there's also like that thing where like 
porn has made men feel like women should be hairless because like that's what they'll like better. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like because like all the men here like it, so I like it too. Like there's right. a whole association with like liking things just because everybody else is liking it. Right. I but agree I with think you. In black culture specifically, like niggas don't give a fuck lately. Right. I think that's like it's really like pro like hair everywhere. Yeah. Like I mean? it's pro clean. They right. Like, exactly. Clean, I'm, like I'm going to eat. Yeah. I think just like. I'm talking about like white women or Asian women or the fuck right. y'all are doing. I understand that it's like incredibly damaging, and I don't know. Like there needs to be some type of mental reset, like you said on that, because like right, I like think that nigga can't be like, like oh, I feel yeah. stubble, I don't want to eat. Okay, well, then get the fuck out. Why are you hitting? Right. Like I'm not gonna fucking wax every time you want to come over. I've never had that issue actually. I've never been like, oh, I didn't shave, and the person was like, oh, I'm gonna go. It's yeah, it's always been like. And okay, I've been like, oh, yeah, I heard you. You're all adults. If you're out here fucking, like, we not about to be playing these like yeah. super clean games, cause them niggas ain't super clean, right? So unless your man's is coming here like Cristiano Ronaldo, fully quaffed, smooth, and surfboard yeah. like, yeah, then like we all need to relax. On every angle. Thank you. Yeah. We all need to relax. Yeah, it's hard, but I feel like. And I it's, think it's hard for women because you feel like you have to give them that. And that's unfortunate. You know what I it's mean? It's also hard for women because we start believing that shit too because we start thinking like, oh, okay, this needs that to be shaved. Like, to this morning this. I was on the train and I was looking at this woman. She had a skirt on. Her legs were smooth as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. they, them niggas were shining. I was like, damn. And let me be fully honest with you. My shit is not always fully shaved. Up. Do you? Let me tell if you If you can't thing, see it, bitch. This is my, that's, that's where I stand on it all the time. I'm like, if you can't see the hair on my leg, I'm not shaving. Right, because we'll talk. You shouldn't be feeling on my leg. I have literally been out with you and been like, yo, I didn't shave. Can you notice? You'll be like, no. No. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't. I know somebody who shaved every day in the shower. It was like, shout out to you for having No, I don't have it. First of all, I'm mad I even, what's it called it? In high school, like, everybody I knew was shaving their legs. And, like, the hair on my legs was super thin. Like, you couldn't see it. But I was like, "Mm, I'm going to do what everybody else is doing. And as soon as I started shaving, that shit started growing thicker. And I was like. She just left Over it. it. Yeah. But okay, that was that question. Thank you. That question. was a good question. Yeah, it was. The next question is, what are your best study tips? I don't study. Oh, that has to be for you. Oh, because I'm in grad school? I don't school. study. Um, I'm not in school. So it's not that I don't study. I'm, I have a photographic memory. Like, I remember things very easily if I look at it. So I'm, I don't really study like that. If I study, it's like day of cramming, and that's it. So maybe that's the best person to ask. When I was in school, it was really a lot about consistency. Consistency. I remember like that art history class. It was literally yours was like regurgitation. Like if you could spit it back at me, and that's what we do. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, here, sit here, and ask me about these things, and I'll tell you the answer. Yeah. So back and forth. Exactly. So if it means that I have to start a week, I mean, honestly, if you don't have photographic memory, you need to allot as much time as possible. Yeah. To be able to get that information. And account for the like, and account for the fact that like, if you whatever time you're allotting is enough then you need to add more time to exactly mm-hmm. and take breaks you can't just keep doing it straight you just take a break to kind of reset for a little bit and come back i don't have great study tips i'm not in school right now so i can't really give you like the way that i used to do it okay yeah the next question is so what did y'all do on malia obama day i didn't know that was a day oh nothing okay. i'm sorry i mean i heard what day was it it was like a, i feel like it was was it fourth of july yes it's fourth of july Okay, so on the 4th of July, I went to the beach with my uh, familia. Very cute. It's adorable. Uh, got a good tan. Mm-hmm. 
ate some good sandwiches. She looked like an indigenous that day. I know. She was super it's, tan. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fading now. She walked in front of me and I didn't know it was her. Yeah, she said I looked indigenous. It was because I was red. It faded. Like, it's oh. not as red now. It's she just had your like Pocahontas braids on that day, too. Oh, I did. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was you. Um, I got a good tan, chilled <clears throat> in my family, saw the fireworks, and then uh, my parents drove me home. Uh, and then, go ahead, what did you do on the 4th of July? Um, see, I went to a cooler fat the night before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get home till like four, and I slept. Then I returned a rug to Nordstrom Rack. They were trying to give me shit, talking about we don't take back home stuff. I was like, your website don't say that. Okay. So then they took the rug back. Okay. I got a book from Barnes and Nobles. I watched Persuasion, which is one of my favorite movies. Mm, that was yeah, good day. Yeah, it was relaxing. Uh, this person also said, and I know this is random, but how would you tell strict African parents or and just immigrant parents in general about a bad test, a bad grade on the test? Oof. Oof. You are triggering me right now. Okay. Um, start with the easier parent. We all have one. Yeah. Um, and like, don't just tell them the grade. You have to, you have to like slide in there. You know, layer like, it. Sli- layer it. How was your day? How okay. did everything go with you? Uh-huh. Oh, how was, you know, how was auntie so-and-so and uncle this and that? Okay. You know what I mean? Um, ask them about family back in your original country. Tell them that, you know, you had a tough day today and you're really just trying to, you know what, you got layer it, but. Act like you're, like you're punishing yourself. Right yeah, now. you want to make it seem as if you're being tough on you so they don't have to be Like you feel bad enough. You. you know what I mean? And then you, you know, come with them, come to them with a game plan, right? You give them, you have to tell them the score, right? Be like, you know, mom, but here's what I'm be transparent, doing. right? But be like, you know, but even with this score, right? I'm currently at the total pulling through. I might have got a D on this one, but right now I'm still sitting at a B. You feel me? So if I get, you know, a 94 on the next three exams, I'm gonna pull through an A minus for the end of the season. You want to come to them with a full picture, as long as they know at the end of the year you're hitting that they number. Wanna, they want to know that you know what you're going to do to make this better. And my nigga, it got to be a one-off. You can't, this can't be the fourth. Repetitive. <laughs> can't keep coming through with that. You, it, okay. It has to, you have to okay. pull up on the next one. I Gosh. get it. I've, oof. I'll tell you what not to do. Like, don't compare yourself to other kids in the class. No, 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 everybody no, 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 Don't ever no, 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 in your life. You got to be smart on that. You know you can't do that. But kids do it all the time. They're like, yeah, but everybody didn't do well. That will never fly. You got to, if you can compare yourself to somebody else in class, it has to be the Asian kid or the other African one. You cannot compare yourself to the general... Then all of a sudden you get a whole lot of many care about the other duncy bad picnic. You know what I mean? You have you have to play it right. Yeah. You have to play it right. Play your cards right. Play your cards right. I'm sorry. That is. I feel for you. Right. I, I would always tell my dad first. But my dad is harder. Like, like he takes school way more seriously than my mom. Like they both take school seriously, but like he's more emotional about it. Uh-huh. But I would tell him first because like. My mother would just be like, so what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. so I'd be like, like, it was hard, but it's whatever. I mean, I, I know my mom right. first, but like, I'm, I'm a fast talker. Easy, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nobody like, can so out talk. But this is what I'm going to do, though. This is, I'm like, not joking. Nobody can out talk me. So you have to be really good at it. You know what I mean? Salesman. Salesman pitch. I heard you. Mm-hmm. Be clever. Yeah. You have to okay. be clever. You have to be faster than them. The next question is, how do you make a long-distance relationship work? I That's want all to- you. Good God. 
I'm going to see my boyfriend when we get to college in about one and a half months, but he works. He's working in Boston while I'm in Maryland. He's pretty loyal, but Wait, you know he's in Boston and you're in Maryland. But he's working in Boston while I'm in Maryland. Like they're not the same place. Oh right, you're right. How close? Yeah. But they're close though, now. Oh, but that's still not that close. They're Boston is in Maryland, but like it's not only Boston. Oh, so okay. So she's saying he's pretty loyal, but you know hoes be scheming, or maybe I'm just paranoid. I don't know. So I am not well versed in this long distance life. I've dabbled. Here and there, Dibby dabbed as my mother claims I do. Um, yes. uh, I think communication, but that's in any relationship, just yeah. talk like, don't let distance be like what breaks y'all apart, make let it be something else. I feel like you have to be like extra close long distance in order to make it work, yeah. Communication, just like talking, letting like also like making that person feel secure because all that distance makes the heart grow fonder is actually complete. bullshit. Is it? I think that distance makes it easier to forget the other person. I feel like that was set at a, ta- a time where there was like letters and shit and niggas just lived really far apart. Now there's just other bitches pussies depends. to fall into. Like, I think it you have to be. If I haven't seen you in a long time, when I see you, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, but you don't want to fall into my pussy. It's not the same thing. That's true. There's That's not, true. Like, that's a fact. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we always say, like, time fixes everything. You just find a new nigga and then, like, it's easy when you're, like, not close right. together for that to happen. Well, so. work on, like, communication, making sure that you both feel secure in the relationship you're in and letting each other know how you feel. And um, don't be passive-aggressive in long-distance relationships. Ooh, there you go. It just won't work. I think transparency has to be, like, seriously at 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and like building a strong foundation too. Like don't don't start building on like no rocky shit. And advice for young girls dealing with self acceptance. This got deep. Um Oof, hard. I wanna say like just be yourself. Like I know that's hard to say. I know that's hard advice to give, but I just feel like it's the best advice to give because like I just feel like number one, it's way easier to be yourself than like trying to be somebody else. Yeah. So, I think um, I think also understanding that you don't have to necessarily be like everybody else for people to like you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like nobody yeah. wants to be with like nobody wants to be around themselves all the time. So uh, be yourself. And um, I think one is um, spend some time with yourself too. Like find out yeah, who you like, are. Yeah, what you like about yourself. Yeah, and what you don't like about. I would say one thing is like. It gets easier. I know when people's like, oh, it gets better. It really does. It yeah. really seems like sometimes, like, even when I was, like, in middle school or high school, it feels like that's the most important things and, and things will never change. Mm-hmm. You will go to college. You will leave school. You'll, fi- you'll find your niche of people. You I was going to say, you'll find are, people who you who are like you. Who are like, I swear to God, it's yeah. so true. Like, you leave high school and middle school when everybody is so, it's such a small pond. Yeah. And you will find people who are interested in exactly what you're interested in. And you'll be able to grow or and love who are interested and in you yourself. and are willing to learn about you. Exactly. The way that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
See, I didn't always, I didn't really have tons of problems with self-acceptance, but I do think that that's one of those things that it's like, sometimes... I don't know, because self-acceptance falls into that, like, self-esteem shit, like, your self-image and, like, all that shit. I never really had a low one of those. See, that's the thing. Like, I have, and, like, I still struggle with that shit. So, it's, like, it's hard for me to give you advice when I'm still, like, out here, like, trying to figure myself out. It's hard for me to give advice when I really have never started. Yeah, but that's, like based on like your whole like the way you were brought up when your mother was just like you you a bitch yeah like and we you know what i mean like my, my family they're like immigrants and they they weren't like beat you down type of people not like those kind of immigrants but very much like straightforward love yourself because nobody so else weird because you. like your family's like love yourself but what the fuck is you doing yeah like <laughs> i swear to god it's very yeah. it's a very interesting like dynamic. They're, they're a rough bunch like, they're, they're a rough, a rough bunch they're hard bunch. to live like seriously my mother will be like Hmm, so you're just getting fat? And then that doesn't hurt my feelings, doesn't hurt my self-esteem. It's just, like... That's your mother, though. who she is. But um, you will find a group of people who you enjoy being around and who enjoy... Who who want you to grow in being yourself. Because the problem is, like... Right, and who don't want anything from you but other than you being yourself. Right, right. So it's hard, and it's going to take time, but try to learn about... Like, learn what you like about yourself. Right, I agree with you. I do. I think I think it's really a time thing in getting older and mm-hmm. kind of just learning not to give a shit about what people who you don't yeah, care about. I also think it's like finding out who you are and like what it is that you really want or like right because like the bitches when you're in school like the popular bitches ain't nobody gonna care about them like you get a clean slate at right. some point at some point nobody gives a fuck about who you are right. and that's pretty much like college or leaving high school True. and it doesn't matter yeah. it really doesn't matter yeah I just yeah it's just about like finding who you are and all that shit. Like it takes time. When you're in an environment where it's meant for you guys to grow and learn about yourself, which honestly I will say college is that environment. Right. You will. I also think like you have to stop like thinking about what other people think of you. Yeah. That's another like big component. Like for me personally, I was always like, I wonder what people are thinking of me. And like now I'm at a point where I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna be myself. Yeah. Cause my personally bomb as fuck. Like I'm just out here. So I think, yeah. And people telling you like what they like about you is cool too. Like mm-hmm. that helps boost your self esteem mm-hmm. and all that shit. Like my mom once told me like that she likes that I'm like very strong willed. Like if I feel uncomfortable in a situation, I like, I exit the premises very easily. She's mm-hmm. like, you're very good at deciding what makes you feel comfortable and what doesn't. And I was like, damn, shorty. Like, thank you for letting me know. I'll yeah. be out here. Yeah. But, um, so that was that question. Nice. And the next question is, would you or AJ ever go on a plant-based diet? What do you envision for the podcast for next year? A plant-based diet. I would try it. So, I don't know if I ever mentioned this before, but they have um, diets based on blood types. Yeah. And I looked at my blood type. And it said, like, my bo- my blood type functions, well, my body functions very well, like, on a plant-based diet. What was your blood type? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I have the same blood type as my mom. So okay. anytime I ask her and she tells me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I am. Okay. But I looked it up, and um, I was like, oh, I should do this, because, like, I do eat a lot of vegetables and mm-hmm. shit. Like, I, like, I don't really be eating veggies and shit, so, but chicken, you know what I'm saying? Chicken. That's all I'm saying. I know you love chicken. I love chicken. You and a good chicken. burger. And bacon is nice sometimes. Okay. But chicken, specifically, I don't know if I can give that up. Uh, what do we envision for the podcast next year? Uh, um, I 
it's just making it bigger. Yeah. Right? We want to sell shit. We want to yeah. make it more like, I don't want to say lifestyle because I hate when people say that shit, but make it more, it reaches more people, yeah. of course. We want to be able to have things. So just grow our fan base, I mm-hmm. think is the point. And like do more stuff than just the podcast. We want to do videos. Mm-hmm. We want to film some podcasts live. Throw a party. We want to throw a party. Just like a lot of other to things. To celebrate, you know? you know, how hard we've been working. Yeah. yeah, so that's what we see for next year, hopefully. Like, that's so much, but we're going to get it done. Yeah, Like, I I'm agree. just saying it now, it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. The next question is, are there any tips you have for clear skin other than obviously drinking water? No, I have naturally amazing skin. Tis a fact. Um, I use black soap and witch hazel and shea butter and I drink a lot of water and I do masks and my skin is improving so much and I'm like it's really nice I've been working so hard this past year and my mother's like your skin looks really good I'm like thanks water respect it thank you but um witch hazel and rose water I hear is really good for your skin too Mm -hmm. so do those things and um mind your business that also helps drama free life is stress good for your skin um, stay in your lane. Get rid of the fuck boys in your life. Mm. All the things that contribute to stress, just get rid of them. Unless it's like a job. Yeah, then you gotta keep, keep you gotta keep that one around. And the next one was just like that comment I told you about that that person was like how they went to the doctor, and the doctor told me they're five four, and they thought of me when I told oh. them I'm five six. But I'm really five six though. Don't come for me though. I have no comment. Whatever. I'm actually really concerned with the homeless population in this city. Oh, am I? I feel like it's getting seriously out of hand. Are you talking about yesterday specifically? I just mean in general. I've just been noticing there's just like a lot more niggas sleeping on the street. Oh, like this is not this is train. not a tape of you doing. This is, this is just like this is. I mean, original. they was like wandering on the train and shit, and then I was like, yo, there's a quite a f- number of you. Like I thought they was using y'all to work right. underground in the Walmart's. Like mm. I thought that they. Or like, like hunger gaming. Right. Yes. I thought right. that's what was happening. Um, even more so mentally unstable homeless It's like people. fucking frightening. And like I know that they're like on the low low closing mental hospitals. I know y'all are. Mm-hmm. I'm getting really weirded out. Yeah. That guy yesterday. Fucking sca- Both of them. Oh, you didn't even peep the first one though. The black guy with the nose. I was like, is he homeless? Because he didn't look that dirty. You know what I mean? And he he's didn't. like, he don't have shoelaces, ma. I was like, you right. I knew that man was homeless when he came and picked cabbage out of a sample dish. A sample. And that's just my old. The that shit was gray. Lit. The beans is gray. Picked that shit and kept walking. Then the other dude was just weird telling everybody he loved them. He got like too close. Did he get I, close to you? He was two and a half feet away, but that's too close. I too close. really just don't like homeless niggas in my... Br- I don't want to smell the same air as you. He was creeping me out. Did I not say I needed to go? Yeah. I was like, can we leave? Can we yeah. go? Can we just, I just exit? I can't. It was uncomfortable. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. No. That's my whole point. Okay. What's your next topic? 444? Oh, let's do it. Sorry. I know this is late, this but is whatever. This is super late. Um, so... We were literally waiting for you to get it on iTunes Music when Derek sent us the link. Somebody was like, oh, here's a link. Oh, here's a Dropbox. I was like, no. I just, no. I don't want to do it that way. Okay. So I was really happy it was only 36 minutes. Okay. Because 
I actually have never listened to a Jay-Z album start to finish. Same. Mostly because your shit's wild deep, and I'm not trying to sound like 50 Cent. I don't have the energy to keep up. I'm lying, too. I listened to his last one. What was that shit? Holy Grail? Mm. I listened to that shit. It doesn't count that Jay-Z and Kanye one I listened to. That doesn't count. So Watch the Throne? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I listened to that one start to finish. Yeah. Like, you do a lot of wordplay. You're super deep. I can't listen to the whole thing start to finish. I get really tired. Okay. Really enjoyed it. It was really good. Uh, Story of OJ. Do you want to go song by song? Okay, cool. Okay, starting with Kill Jay Z. It seems just like a like a palate cleanser to me, but I like Kill Jay. I like Kill Jay. Oh, he talked about Kanye and that. Yeah, he did, and he talked about. I don't know. Like, I like that song. Like, what's what's after that is my question. I could take it or leave it. It was okay. Yeah, it's like, it was a good song, but I was just like, okay, what does this mean, though? Yep. Okay, after um, that was a story of AJ. Which I loved. Mm-hmm. Start, like, literally start to finish. I thought it was an amazing song. Yeah. Thought it covered, cover, like, a lot of interesting topics, like OJ not thinking he's black, he's OJ. Mm, I thought that cool. was such a clever line where he was like, okay. Okay. Because yeah. that was me, like, saying, okay, okay. to anybody. Yeah. I think it's interesting. He's like, you know, I don't care what type of nigga you are. I don't care where you are in life. Y'all all just niggas. Like, talking about. Right. It was just, in, like, how did the Jews get all this shit credit? Why are y'all even mad about that line? I love people, like, that's a stereotype. No, I'm like, it's not. it's not a stereotype. And on top of that, like, that's what he's trying to tell y'all. Like, y'all not, like. You're not, it was giving you financial advice. It was like Susie Orman on crack. You feel me? Like. Yeah. You think he's uppity because he buys art. He buys it for a reason. He buys it because there's resale value attached I, to yeah, it. Yeah, but I think when I was listening to it, I was listening to it this morning too while I was mm-hmm. getting ready, and I was like, I get what you're saying. Like he he's trying to tell y'all like what y'all doing. Like this like this temporary money shit is not gonna like last, last you, which right. is which is true and it's fair. But he's also making it seem like the moves that he's making are easy to make, and I'm like, okay, wait, they're easy to make for you now, but. But I think it's like, like, he's not saying that you have to do that. I think what he's saying is like... You have to make an investment. You have to make an investment. And clearly, you don't have a million dollars to spend on artwork, right? But you got 10. You could start some acorns. That's an investment. You know what I mean? You could build money just like that. Like, there's... You don't have to. There's low cost index funds. There's so many things that you could do, and people automatically be like, "I don't have stacks like Jay Z." Jay Z didn't always have fucking stacks like Jay Z. Right. But he started somewhere. I agree. So I just thought it was a really interesting song, and I love that he sampled four women, and I love that song. Um, you do love that song. I do love that song. I also thought it was interesting because he was like, uh, like that that whole phrase "still nigga." Mm-hmm. I also thought he was like talking on the fact that like. Recently in the media, there's like all this thing about like black men marrying light skinned, fair, like light skinned or fair skinned women. Mm-hmm. And he's like, at the end of the day, we all niggas at the end of the day. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Great. Smile. Liked Smile a lot. It was cute. I like Smile. Um, he threw a lot at me. Mm-hmm. He threw a lot at me. Yeah, there was I a was, lot in that song. I was like, wow. I really liked the last verse where he was just like, it might not have been Smile, but at some point he says, like, I can't fit, like, my life into, like, a couple of lines. Like, I'm trying to give y'all all my life right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, I appreciate this. Like, yeah. you're giving us this glimpse into your life and, like, all that shit. I mean, his mother's poem at the end was, um, I could have gone without it, but okay. I, I like the sentiment, love who you love because life isn't guaranteed. It's a very fair statement. Yes. Um, 
I mean, could I have done without it? Sure, but I could have done with that life lemonade shit on Beyonce's too. If y'all want to put your oldies but goodies on your songs, who the fuck am I to tell you now? Okay. Fair. Uh, loved Caught Their Eyes. I did. Love that they sampled Baltimore, because I really like that song too. Oh I really like that song. Okay. Whenever niggas do like a sample of Nina, someone I'm always like, Loving it, loving it. I know it could be literally. Nothing. I don't give a fuck with a sinner man. Like I love you, Mr. Porgy. I'm gonna love it. Okay. But um, I don't really remember what was on that song, but I remember I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, four forty four. Great song. Love the song. Love the song. I think it was just a really like interesting look at their relationship. I think, like. So I was talking to Sandy. Mm-hmm. He was like, his favorite line is like about like he apologized for being like emotionless to previous women. Yeah, and I think that's important too because like so many people talk about his relationship with Beyonce, but like little acknowledge the fact that he had like women before them, and he's like apolog- not only apologizing to her, but like all women that he's done wrong. Right, and, and I so- almost think it's so interesting that it takes people to have kids in order to be empathetic towards other people. Right. That is always so fascinating to me. I thought it was weird when he said, like, I, I apologize. It took for my child born to see through a woman's eyes. Because I'm like, you talking about blue. You talking about the illegitimate ones. Wow. The that's, illegitimate one was a boy. I mean, still. That still doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. I, I like the song. I also like that whole, the whole line where he was like, I stew over. What if you over my shit? Like, that's real. Like, yeah. wondering, like, how much a person can take before they're done with before you. Before they're done with you. Yeah, yeah. And, like, him saying that was, like, him wondering, like, have I gone too far? Like, yeah. to come back? Yeah. And that's real, too. Because, like, some niggas don't give a fuck at all. They're like, well, she just going to keep coming back. And the fact that you can, like, be self-aware, understand that, like, you've done wrong. And you don't know necessarily... If you've done too much wrong, yeah. yeah. Like, if you've crossed the line. Uh, Do you think he had a menage a trois? Yeah. I don't see him as a menage a trois nigga. I do. I I think all niggas are menage a trois niggas. Really? I really don't think such a nigga's like, let me turn down two pussies. I don't see it. Okay. I don't see it. Do you think he did it after they had blue? Because she said, like, you did well with who you were set for Blue. And I was like, I don't think... I don't think it was after. Okay. I definitely think it was before. And I think it was in the context of she could have left your ass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she could, like I think that's what it was. Right. But can I see Jay-Z fucking two bitches? Yep. I think in his past, yeah. But I'm talking about Jay-Z now. I just don't see it. Right now? I mean, you right. like 47. Can you do two? That's my thing. I didn't think it was a menage a trois that, like, tore them apart. I think it was the countless number. No, oh, I, mean, I think it was, I think it was like multiple. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I enjoyed that song, Dad. Family Feud. Enjoyed. Love. Loved it. What's better I than love the Family Feud. Too. I just liked it. I loved it. I liked it. Especially when they're from the same hue as you. I was like, this is so cute. Gorgeous. I just really liked this album. Yeah, it was good. It's I was like it easy to, to listen um, to. Family Feud in the car with Emily and Charlene. Mm-hmm. And he was like, ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm and cute. cute. Right? Emily, like, fuck! Like, she starts dying. I'm like, bitch, don't I put that on Twitter. Her. That shit was funny and factual. Right. Like, money makes you handsome. Money makes you handsome. I don't care. It does. And niggas be like, does. that make you shallow. No. Don't give a fuck. No, it's true. It's just true. Yeah, I it's liked true. it. Um, It was good. I liked it. Loved Bam. You did. I loved Bam. Yes. It's probably my, my third favorite song uh-huh. 
That's all I got. Did you like Moonlight? Let me be honest with you. These last three, I'm like, I can't. Okay, I know what Marcy Mew sounds like. Moonlight? Let me just. That's the one about La La Land. We stuck in La La Land. Even when we didn't go. It's okay. I like the example um, Ooh La La Land. Yeah. I like that song because he's like, um, y'all fuck the same fucking chicks. I'm in a skirt with you. Yeah, right. I'm in a skirt with you. Cool start. I'm like, I love this. Like, I thought that was so clever. Like, that was my favorite part. I don't know what song it is, but he says some shit like, I'll fuck a good thing up if you let me. Like, let me alone, Becky. And I was like, that's such a, like, that was a good line to me because it's like, it's not necessarily that he wants to fuck it up. It's just yeah. like, if you give him In the, the leeway, he to. will. Like, he, like, if given the chance, he will do it. And it's all about temptation. Like the but thing is, I wonder if that makes it true. Remember when, like, Tiny was like, how do you expect them to say no when there's all this pussy being thrown in their faces? And the thing about it is, like, imagine it's something that really could tempt you. Like, not, yeah. like, it's not dick for me. You know what I mean? I'd be like, right. but, like, but right. it could be, like. I don't even think it's, like, I don't think it's the pussy. It's the fact that, like, these women are willing to give you that. Yeah, and it, it's just, like, I wouldn't. The both of us can be very unforgiving about that type of thing. Yes. We were like, we would never fuck up a relationship over a dick. Would I fuck up a relationship over like if somebody just pulled in like a ton of fucking furs or some shit? Possibly. Wow, wow. I wouldn't fuck a relationship. Oh, like fuck up a relationship. Like what would tempt me, right? Like a big ass mansion or some shit. Money. Like, like money. <laughs> like a Picasso painting, right. which is money. Right. Yeah, probably. I think I would be tempted by like somebody who like offers me like emotional emotionally more than the person, person is. That would be my And that's my thing. So I can't judge people for what their temptations are. Right. Like, niggas is tempted by gambling, niggas yeah. is tempted by random. But the fact that you're able can't to acknowledge be, that was Yeah. Like, so that's my thing. Like Like for you to say let me, me alone, Becky, is like you basically saying like leave me the fuck alone because I'm trying to be a loyal nigga and right. uh, you're making that. It's like that Mike Pence thing where he's like he don't do dinner with the opposite sex if his wife isn't there. That's wild. And niggas yeah. is like that's crazy. You can't be fake. The thing is, like, we should be able to give people credit for saying what they're not strong enough to resist. Agreed. And telling people to leave them the fuck away from, like, keep them away from it. I agree. I can't shade you for that. I agree. I think it just comes down to the fact that, like, you're like, you don't have any, no, you don't have enough self control. And if, if you man enough to say no, no, we're like, <laughs> if we are a human, like. There's certain shit that we all lack self-control. Yeah, There's some niggas yeah. who love to fucking eat, can't fucking stop themselves. Like, people do drugs, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Me, if you roll in some fucking cash on a wheelie right now, yep. Bye. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I'm out. You like nice things. Nah, I'm like, like, yeah, I like nice things. Money. And they cost money. Yeah. So. I know that about you, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marcy Me was good. Legacy was good because Blue was on it. She's yeah. like, Daddy, what's a will? I was like, so get out of here. Did you hear her freestyle? I didn't hear it. Did you hear what? it? Bitch. Okay, bitch. We're not doing this. <laughs> I don't like what you're doing. You're in my fucking head and I need you away Why did that. you do that? It just like hit my spirit at that moment and mm. I don't like it. So basically in, in her freestyle, she says she's never seen a ceiling in her whole life. Who is she? Fair. It's actually completely fair. Like that is actually completely fair. Um, um what is what's 
happening here? I need to like what disconnect. Like, can we just unplug? Thanks. <laughs> Throw me away. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that was the uh, that was our take on 444. Great album. It was fantastic. I can listen to it from beginning to end without it. How is he gonna tour on it though? I feel like it's so short to tour on. He's gonna play all his hits. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Um. So April Jones, not know her last name, said to stop asking for couples you don't know to get back together. <laughs> she said. Yo, I like her. Yeah. Why are you asking me to get back with Omarion? What would make you tell me that? Did you know my relationship? Because if you did, you'd probably tell, be like, run. Please, I'm just saying I need folks to stop. If something, if someone's not together, it's a reason why people aren't together. It doesn't just happen and there's no reason. Can you see she doesn't speak here? Um, but I agree with her. Yeah. I think sometimes we build people's relationships up in our head. And the reality of the situation is we are not in it. Let me tell you, I hate them whole relationship goals ass posts because yeah. I don't know them niggas. I just know they look cute in the picture. In the picture, That's and that it. picture is a single moment in a billion moments of their lives, and we are not a part of those moments. That's why I don't understand when people are always like, "When is Rihanna gonna get back with Chris Brown?" I'm like, "What?" To be fair, we was a part of the bad moments in that relationship too, so I don't know what y'all's mother. We was here through the about. good and the bad. Yeah, we and thought the ugly. And, and the ugly so one when she got backhanded into that motherfucker. I don't get mirror. why people are like, why would I love them together? I'm to like, be fair, why? he slapped First that bitch all, down like I slapped that fly. He was out here you killed just killed literally. Um, when were they together? Like, when did that shit go down? Real talk. I was in 2008. Thank you. This is my point. 2007, 2008. How many years ago did that shit happen? Ten years. You're still like, I need you guys to get back together for what? He's They're not even the same people anymore. That nigga's anorexic, on drugs, and struggling with depression. Rihanna's living her and best life. And bipolar disorder. Okay. Rihanna's living her best life. She's thick. Fucking she got money. She got Muslim money. She got billionaire. Fenty. She got Who's fine. She got Muslim. What don't she got? Fine. Billionaire. And those those don't come together often, sweetheart. Her chakras are aligned. Yeah. She's good. So let her live. I agree with April. Like, you don't know what her relationship with Amarion was. And then to be fair, she's probably right. If we probably knew the ins and out of it, we'd be like, bitch. Leader. Rick Ross ain't paying that, that nigga that. Remember, like, he used to have his mama disrespecting her and shit when she was pregnant or whatever. Basically, he wasn't treating her like he was supposed to be. <laughs> I hate you. I had to. You had, I, I had you to. You had to. Meanwhile, niggas is trying to make them keep in touch. You know? We're done. Next. <laughs> Good God. The video that I sent you earlier. Dr. About, Umar like, Johnson. Is he real doctor? I don't know. I have no idea. Somebody, so I posted it on my Tumblr because I was like, oh, that's interesting. Tumblr. And then um, I watched it and I was like, oh, it's cool. Like he basically was saying that he doesn't respect any black man who dates outside of his race because he feels like any person outside of like a person outside of your color will not understand your struggle, so they don't understand you as a person. So how can you be with somebody who doesn't understand you as a person, right? Right. Fair. Fine. Whatever. Um. I. Okay. It depends on another point you were gonna make. So 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 vs vs Nair his on Tumblr like mm-hmm. we cool. He be writing me shit. He had sent me and he was like, I wanted to know your thoughts on this, and I was like, I watched this and I agree to some extent. So he was like. So he's like, so this is what I heard about him. He was like, I heard his school was fake. I also heard he's a homophobe. So I don't really know how much I respect him. He's basically got, he's got that black masculinity. It's a cornerstone of our revival type thing going on. And I was like, 
heard. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, the fact that he gets plays is annoying on top of that. It's deep as fuck for no reason. Like, just say niggas ain't shit and go. So I started questioning, like, that that whole thing where, like, you making a good argument can sometimes be dismantled by other aspects of your life. Right. So, I mean... Like, I heard everything he's saying, but I was like, that's not the point of the video. Right. Um... Yeah, like, sometimes people will try to, like, dismantle what you're saying by just saying, like, yeah, but, like, remember that time you said that really horrible thing? And it's like, but does that take away from the point? Right. I'm trying to sound like an old West Indian person, but um, a broken clock is still right twice a day. Yeah. So, that's all I'm going to say about that. Right. I see we're doc. See, I don't, like, how legit are we on this doctor business? Let's just call him by his name. Umar Johnson. Yes. Umar. Yes. Um, I think it's a very simplistic view that he's taking of mm-hmm. it, but I actually understand his argument. Uh-huh. I think it is very difficult, like, especially in this country where race is tied to literally everything. Now, more than ever. More than ever. Well, not more than ever, but now. But, like, okay. we're hypersensitive to it. Yeah. It's incredibly difficult to have a really tough day about those kinds of issues and come back to somebody who's unable to relate those issues and feel close to them. Right. I think a lot of people are bonded by struggle and bonded by adversity. And it makes you feel like a tighter knit community. I think in general, things like immigrant communities or like ethnic communities tend to be a lot closer than kind of white communities Mm -hmm. because we have nobody else. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, and like, okay, put it like this way, right? I look, I read Reddit and shit, which mm-hmm. is like a you nightmare. Love I love Reddit. It's a fucking nightmare. I've tried it's once. a fucking shit show. Yeah. It's awful. But their answer to everything, and say like 90% of people who use that shit are white people. They are very quick to say, just cut them off. Like, stop talking to your family. Like, who the fuck? Like, if they're not. They don't love who you love. Stop talking to them. Stop talking to them. Like, they're like emotionally abusive. Like, stop talking to them. And think about it, it's like. You as an ethnic person, as an Asian, as a black, as an Indian, or whatever, those are not answers in your in your life or in your relationships because we are forever to get. We this is who we have till the end. We don't have other niggas to go to mm-hmm. with these issues. These this is our family mm-hmm. to the end of time. Like regardless Whether of the issues like we have, like somebody gets shot down, that's we all got shot down. Mm-hmm. So I get where he's coming from, and that makes sense. Like. There's a reason why people are more comfortable marrying within their culture or within their race because there's less chance of you arguing and fighting. Not black men. But yeah. Not black men, but other races. Mm-hmm. Because you already have a lot of other issues to deal with in marriage. Marriage is hard enough. You're already dealing with the money issue. You're already mm-hmm. dealing with like all of these other kind of outside forces working against you. You don't need internal forces with you dealing with your race, dealing with like yeah. racial constructs in America to also tear you apart. Right. And we can say that black men marry outside of the race more than other men, which is true. Just so you know, the the um, the racial combination that's most likely to get divorced is black men and white women. Mm. So yes, they do get married more than other groups. You should also know that they're more likely to get divorced. Did you say in that, that video that um like? black men marry outside of their race because they're like because they want to make themselves feel equal to white people yes equal to white men is what he said which i can see Mm -hmm. um which makes sense you want to it makes you feel like 
you've achieved something. Right. And even when I read the autobiography of Malcolm X, that's something that he said was his mindset at the time. Like he married, like he was dating this white woman or whatever, and it made him feel like, you know, you took our women or like you made us feel like shit. And right now, one of your women is preferring me over you. Mm-hmm. It was a mindset that he had to like reset when he was in prison or whatever the situation yeah. was. I just think it's, I think it's interesting. I see exactly where he's, he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. It's kind right. of just like it's one of those things that, like, you say it and people are like, hmm, okay. Right, and it's also really interesting because, like, I do read analysis and like books and like articles on this type of stuff. So yes, I think this. I don't remember the exact number, so don't quote me on saying this is right. Let's say like white men, black men marry outside of the race, like fourteen percent or something, and for black women. For the longest time, for like the last twenty years, it was like seven mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And black women, in the for the first time in the last twenty years, has increased to nine percent, right? Yeah. And I think that's just an agent of black men that you want to be with mm-hmm. are not available. Okay. Or like black men who are your economic equals, who you're attracted to, right. who have the same kind of ambitions you do are not interested in you. So this is really weird, but like at work this week, I've been watching all these interracial couple videos. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got to this, but I've been here for some yeah. time. And um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But anyway, like every interracial couple I've seen has been a black woman with a white man. Every single one. Right, right. And I can say, even from like a dark skin perspective, that the men that you find really attractive aren't necessarily interested in you, right? right. In your own race. And does that mean that I should take less than I deserve from the men that are in my race? No. Or does that mean that I should marry out to somebody who I do find attractive? Wasn't necessarily my ideal picture, because right. I think most of most little black girls grow up thinking that they're going to be like the Cosby Show. Right. Or when you got older, I mean, when I was in high school, yeah. I'm going to be like Barack and Michelle. Yeah. Those were our ideals. Right. But if you can't find a Barack and you can't find a Cliff Huxtable, I'm sure shit not taking data. All right. I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. I agree. I understand um, it from that perspective. Yeah. It's just like a necessary evil. Not necessary evil, but. I agree. Um, I've met like people who said that like one one girl I met, I went out to like drink with her and she was like talking about her exes and she Mm -hmm. was like, they've all been white. I was like, oh, she was like, no, 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 no. She was like, I would prefer to date a black man. They're just never interested in me. Yeah. So I've only dated white men because those are the only men who have ever approached me. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, it's not like. Right. I prefer white men. It's just that they're the only men that are interested right now. Right. And I think it's also, like, my cousin, you know she married a white guy. The yeah, one that we visited. And so for her, she was like, look, she's like, my husband is very white. And she's like, that is not somebody I envisioned being with. And she's yeah. like, I, when I grew up, she's like, I ma- imagined myself marrying a man with ideals like mine. And those ideals in her head at the time were black ideals, right? right? You want to grow up being pro-black. You want your kids to be very black. Yeah. That's what you grew up with. But then you grow up and you realize that you can't find that, right? So then you decide to find a man who matches your other ideals. Somebody yeah. who believes in working hard. Somebody mm-hmm. who believes in saving. Somebody yeah. who believes in all of your other things that you want out of right. life. And if that means that he doesn't fit into the racial construct that you initially thought of, well, then you're gonna have to make a compromise somewhere. Yeah, you have to decide if, like if that's a deal breaker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I I I agree with him. I don't shade anybody for marrying who they want to marry or no, doing whatever you want to do. I also don't empathize or feel bad for you when that shit goes left. Okay. I'm just gonna put that out there. Got it. 
because I don't give a fuck. Like, my man's on Bachelor in Paradise. Don't really feel that bad for you. Right. That was the personal choice. And yeah. you kind of got that shit. Co- like, if right. you don't date a white bitch, you kind of got to understand that there's certain shit that comes with dating a white bitch that just doesn't come with dating one yes, of your own race. You can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Exactly. So, um, I see where he's coming from, and I think he makes a valid point. I think for people like us who are very strong in our race and who our race means a lot to us, not just from like our perspective, but like the police put it on you, your teachers put it on you, your community puts it on you, everybody in this country puts it on you. It's a weight on your back. To marry outside of your race, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. And you can never 100% be yourself with that person. That's and you true. have to decide if that's enough. That's very true. Yeah. I, this is why I prefer not to. I would prefer not to either, but I'm also like not gonna not be married. That's and not true. Get the things but that I, I just want. Feel out like of I would want to come home and be like completely myself with somebody. I hundred percent. I met a gorgeous black man who was five ten and like understood where a bitch was coming from and was ambitious and all that shit. Let us build a Barack and Michelle empire. Right. Which I don't. Right. You know that Polar Express gonna motherfucking work, ma. Huh? Bitch, you better punch your ticket. Exactly, and you yeah, know what? Like yesterday, we were talking about my cousin. Yeah. And we was like, she said some shit. Oh, she was like, nigga just wanna do Netflix and chill. She was like, put some fucking artisanal brioche toast, brioche French toast, and bottomless mimosas on my name. And I was like, word. I was like, well, it's easy for her to talk like that when she married with three kids. Yeah. And he was like. She out here got a whole foundation that we trying to figure out, like, if this land is built. Like, yeah, is this salted over, my nigga? Like, is this cooked? Like, we trying to figure out the land is valid. Like, I was like, if can we build here? Like, that yeah. bitch got a house. You know yeah. what I mean? You just got the lighting installed. Uh-huh. But the rest of us is struggling. So, um. Y'all are still plowing. But Shit. I can't even find a field to plow. I mean, you gotta clear the trees first, bitch. And that's struggle it's a motherfucking struggle okay so um i understand what he was saying i think it's a completely relevant point i think what he said he's like well should this white girl ever understand your struggles the black man no she never will she'll never get it will a white man ever understand your struggles a black woman no he never will they'll never get it mm-hmm. but you have to understand like you have to weigh what ideals are worth more to you okay. i think the older i get i'm not saying black ones matter less to me but those other ones are certainly starting to like weigh more like they're yeah. starting to even out yeah those kind of affect on like you know how you are as a person so you're yeah. more concerned about getting along with somebody rather than like being of the same color right yeah mm-hmm. that's fair do you have a parting message oh we'll be at curl fest matter early if y'all want to see us oh time. yeah if you guys are going to curl fest we'll be at curl fest so pop at 11 45 it starts at 12 i know we'll be there early we'll be there early um so this is so random, but New York Times does um, 360 views. Like they just pick a location, they'll do 360 uh-huh. of it. Like yeah. they'll pick like under the sea or like the hill, like some place in like Yucatan where the water's like pink. Love whatever. It. They did DJ Khaled's house, and he walked around his house and showed you his garden. Was it gorgeous? It was fantastic. He walked into all his flowers and he said, "I love you" three times to every flower. He has a lemon tree. He has a pool. With Stop a it. It's making me so upset. Has, I want a lemon tree. He has a pool with a waterfall. He said, look at this pool with a waterfall. It makes me feel like I'm in another country. But here's the key to my party message. She said, the key is respect your mother. Mother nature, though, he was talking about. Respect it. I was like, damn. Y'all know I do. That's um, right. 
follow the social medias, the Twitters, which is Vital Information, the Instagram, which is Vital Doubles underscore information. Uh, the email is vitalinformation6 at gmail.com. And it seems like you guys have been using it. So continue to use it. Shout outs.